What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Teddy Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Play Guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. friend no 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 we've we've got we've got you now so um are you able to are you able to do this because i'll put you through and we'll get you on with us okay we have got a fantastic guest we are gonna kick off our broadcast day with here on our big program and we have got a fantastic fantastic professor professor richard Weikert is with us. Professor, welcome to the broadcast. How are you, my friend? You are just tremendous, my man. So so, so tell us a little bit about how you got started doing what you do, and then we'll get into the topic here. Yeah, well, I was uh, when I was in graduate school in the uh, 1990s, I was uh, interested in intellectual history in the late 19th century, uh, especially German history. Uh, and I got interested in looking at the way that Darwinism impacted uh, various uh, intellectual movements in Germany. And one of the things I got interested in was the way that evolutionary ethics was attempting to try to replace Judeo-Christian ethics in that time. And this got me interested in the whole idea about social Darwinism and evolutionary ethics. And I wasn't even thinking about Hitler at that moment. I was just thinking about the way that evolutionary ethics was impacting thought. But as I got into the research more and more, I started discovering that many of these ideas sounded an awful lot like Hitler and the Nazis. Yes. Uh, And so I drew the connection, and in 2004 I published a book called From Darwin to Hitler, Evolutionary Ethics, Eugenics, and Racism in Germany. And then I followed that up with other, that was looking mainly at pre-1914 
uh, German thought relating to social Darwinism. And then I followed it up just recently. I've done some other things in between, but I followed it up just recently in the last few weeks with a book called Darwinian Racism, How Darwinism Influenced Hitler, Nazism, and White Nationalism. Fantastic. So uh, tell us a little bit about the writing process for your books. Well, uh, I've been uh, researching these issues for a long time, and the research takes actually a lot longer than the writing issue, but I've been uh, dealing with these issues uh, for, again, since 2004 when my book From Darwin to Hitler came out. Uh, I've been looking at uh, these issues, and I've been since that time I've been building a lot of information about uh, the way that Darwinism influenced Hitler and Nazism. So I examined things in my re- course of my research, things like the Nazi biology curriculum, so uh, the official biology curriculum the Nazis promoted, which was very heavy on promoting Darwinian evolution, and especially the evolution of humans and the evolution of different human races. Because one of the key points that I bring out in my book is that they believe that different races had evolved to, to different levels and therefore were unequal. And, of course, they thought the Aryan or Nordic race, and they used both of those terms interchangeably, that the Aryan race was the superior race and that thus it was going to win the Darwinian struggle for existence uh, between the uh, different races. So I've been working on this for quite a long time, and in this book I also uh, delve into the neo-Nazis and white nationalists in the more... Uh, uh, contemporary times as well, and show that they're actually recycling a lot of the same ideas that the Nazis were putting forward in the early to mid-20th century. Professor Richard Weikert is with us today. He has got an incredible new book, Darwinian Racism. And uh, Richard is a fantastic interview. He's bringing us some scholarly expertise and delivering it in an easy-to-understand way, which is absolutely amazing. So this book, incredibly well-written, uh, What's been some feedback you've gotten on this book so far? Well, uh, it's been a little early to get any kind of scholarly uh, feedback. In fact, a lot of scholarly uh, reviews won't come out usually for, you know, one or two years after the book's out. So haven't got much scholarly feedback uh, yet on it, but uh, most of the feedback I've got from uh, people who've read the manual, I've, you know, I sent it out to different scholars to read the manuscript ahead of time, and I got some pretty good comments from a number of those, which some of which have uh, been kind enough to endorse the book. Uh, people like uh, the, uh, Nancy Piercy, who wrote a very nice uh, introductory uh, uh, praise for it, but also uh, Irving Hexham, who's a religious studies scholar, uh, and uh, William Skiles, who's a professor of German history at Regent University, uh, looked at the manuscript. So they, they uh, gave me some pretty good feedback and actually helped me improve the manuscript uh, along the way, too. That's awesome. That's awesome. Darwinian Racism, that is the latest book from our guest today, Richard Weikert. He joins us today here on our big broadcast. He is a uh, fantastic emeritus professor of history at California State University. And um, so this book, incredibly well written, you've put a lot of time and effort into the book. What do you want readers to take away from your writing? Well, of course, one of the things I'm trying to show is that uh, well, there's a number of things. Several. One point is that, of course, in the history of racism, 
Uh, a lot of the work that's being done today by scholars in the history of racism pretty much ignores scientific racism. I don't want to say it completely. There are people who are doing some work about scientific racism, too. But a lot of the scholars who write about racism are, uh, in fact, there's a number of books that just came out in this last year, for example, that are trying to show the religious roots of racism and very often trying to blame evangelical Christianity for promoting racism. But then they just sort of sweep under the rug the fact that scientists and progressives were promoting racism at the same time that some of these religious figures were promoting racism. So I'm trying to present a sort of put a balance to the scholarship that's been done about the history of racism. That's sort of one takeaway point. Another takeaway point, though, uh, is that uh, Darwinism has been used for some pretty sordid things uh, historically. And that doesn't prove that Darwinism is untrue, of course, but it should give us pause uh, to try to think about the implications of Darwinism and see whether it really makes sense. I mean, ultimately, we have to go back to the scientific details, and that's why a number of my colleagues at Discovery Institute uh, have done some great work uh, showing that the scientific side of Darwinism is uh, failing. And so I think that's another thing we can sort of, sort of make us think about the, Darwinian, the implications of Darwinism for society. One other thing, though, too, is that I'm uh, in sort of linked to that. Uh, I wanted to show that the uh, many of the most ardent racists today, and again, it is a fringe movement. I'm not trying to imply that you know racism is you know uh, widespread in American society. Certainly not as widespread as it was in the middle of the 20th century. But uh, of those who are the most ardent racists in our society, the alt-right and the white nationalists and such, many of them are using Darwinian arguments. They're not using religious arguments to try to buttress their, uh, their uh, racism. And so it's important that we fight against scientific racism uh, when we're trying to deal with these fringe elements who are trying to promote uh, white nationalism, white supremacy, and other things uh, in our society. It is Professor Richard Weikert. He's with us today here on our big program. He has got Darwinian Racism, which is the latest from him. And uh, this book, you, you put a lot of time and effort into the book. Uh, what are some of your goals for this book? Well, uh, once again, I'm hoping that it will uh, impact the scholarship about uh, the history of racism, the history yeah. of science also. And, you know, here's another interesting point, too, that I didn't bring up when I just brought up the points about what thing I'm trying to accomplish in it that, that I think links here. It's that uh, just because science says something is so doesn't make it so. Now, science has done wonderful things, and I'm not anti-science. I'm very much pro-science. Uh, but I also know enough about the history of science, and my book is a contribution to the history of science. I know enough about the history of science to know that there have been many very badly mistaken uh, things, uh, scientific ideas, especially when we start examining our own species, because we've got a lot of prejudices. We've got a lot of uh, wrong ideas about uh, humanity along the way. And in this case, uh, racism was uh, wed, wed with Darwinism. And in fact, in, in my first chapter, I look at Charles Darwin himself and how he was a racist and how he promoted ideas of races being in a different, in hierarchies, you know, and he, of course, he thought that the white Europeans uh, were the uh, highest race. 
uh, and that black Africans and uh, Australian Aborigines and others were inferior to them and that they were losing out in the struggle for existence. So I'm sure that Darwin himself embraced these kinds of ideas. And then in the period after Darwin, there were many scientists who were promoting similar ideas about race, about the racial hierarchies, and also about the struggle for existence that was going on between races, so they're in competition with each other, and that competition is to the death. The fittest would survive, and the unfit would then be, would perish, ultimately, in that struggle. Uh, so I'm showing that you know, just because scientists were saying that races are unequal, and they were. I mean, if you look back at the late 19th and early 20th century, most biologists, anthropologists, were taking the position that human races were unequal and because they'd evolved to different levels and that they were in this Darwinian struggle for existence among each other. So I think it's important for us to understand that historically that scientists don't always get it right. Okay, again, it doesn't mean we question everything in science. You know, science has pro provided us a lot of very good things, technology, but especially when we start dealing with issues about humanity, uh, and things that are um, based more on historical science, which is not as uh, ironclad as experimental science, then sometimes we can run into trouble. And I think that's part of the problem with Darwinism itself, uh, that it's built upon a lot of prejudices and ideas. It, it starts off with wrong assumptions and then builds uh, from there. And this whole notion of scientific racism is, is similar, I think. It is a fantastic guest with us today. Professor Richard Weikert is with us, Darwinian Racism, which is the latest from him, and he joins us here on our big program. And uh, I guess before we let you go, what's next for you as an author, and how can fans reach out to you, my friend? Well, my books are available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and most major booksellers, so they can get a hold of the books uh, there. Uh, I'm a professor at, at, at California State University, Stanislaus, uh, and uh, you can uh, contact me through my uh, university uh, email and website. Uh, I have a lot of uh, uh, videos that are posted to YouTube of different lectures I've given over the years and such, so people are interested in, in uh, hearing more about my uh, work that I've done in the past and still working on, they can uh, do that. In terms of, of the future, I'm, I'm actually going to move in a little bit different direction from so my uh, future uh, research and work that I'm doing. Uh, I've, I've already written quite extensively about social Darwinism in Germany, so I'm so, sort of uh, moving into a different uh, track. Actually, the, and to be quite frank, the, the work I'm working on right now is about religious revivals in early 19th century Germany, so again, quite a little different uh, uh, focus, but uh, maybe something that some people, many people will be interested in anyway. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, good luck with the book. This is uh, quite the read, and uh, I really appreciate you making as much time as you did for us today, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Professor. Appreciate okay. it, my Great friend. talking to you. You have been fantastic. There he goes. That is the Professor Richard Weikert, and we are going to take a uh, brief time out here. When we come back, we have got our next guest I believe it's going to be Dr. Nick Delgado. He is going to join us. He is uh, warming up in the batter's box, as they say. And uh, we will do that after this break here on your big broadcast.
Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-676-1070. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-676-1070. 1-800-676-1070. Thanks for checking out the social media journalist himself. And here, it's the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. And he is the Jiggy Jaguar. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath System fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800. Thanks for tuning in to Jiggy Jaguar 24-7. Brought to you by Jordan's Juice Barbecue Sauce. Juice it up with Jordan's online at jordansjuice.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. Border to Border on iHeartRadio today and AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes. We have got a great guest coming up here in just a few moments. The fantastic Dr. Nick Delgado is going to be with us. He's joining us here on the telephone, and Dr. Nick is the author of several bestsellers, the latest being Mastering Sex, Love, and Intimacy, and he is amazing. And Dr. Nick, uh, I have been talking to Irwin, our mutual friend, for the last couple weeks, and 
I've been telling him I need to get Dr. Nick Delgado back on the show, so I am uh, pleased as punch to have you back with us today. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm fantastic, uh, James. Things are so good, and the weather, weather's beautiful today. And I'm just anxious to share with our audience some words of wisdom that will help them to have a better quality life relationship and improve their career and their energy to pursue everything they want in life. Yes, yes. And let's start with hormones. Um, which hormones are important to living a quality love life? Break this down for us, Dr. Nick. Okay, well, first let's start with the hormone called cortisol. When we're okay. first pursuing a significant other or a mate, uh, we have to kind of get used to rejection because they don't always say yes. So you have to have that tenacity to kind of stay. And cortisol is kind of the hormone that helps us to deal with stress so we don't have to default to adrenaline, which is very stressful for people. So cortisol is probably the most important hormone to begin with. The second important hormone is testosterone because we want to have yep. that desire, that libido, that interest in that uh, other person. And testosterone is not only important for men, it's important for women as well. And certainly, of course, women have estrogen, so that adds to their feminine desire and attraction. Uh, and, and so I think it's that co rare combination. And we even have a hormone called PEA, phenylethylalanine, which is a hormone that releases from our brain when we see someone we're attracted to and literally feel a sense of love at first sight. Uh, of course, there's the hormone oxytocin, that when you cuddle and you hold and you reach uh, that peak of, of heightened uh, intimacy, you feel bonded and close. And vasopressin, likewise, keeps a person bonded to this person on an ongoing basis. So there's really multiple hormones that are involved with making love and enjoying and keeping your mate happy and satisfied as well. Fantastic. It is Dr. Nick Delgado. He's with us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes. And uh, Dr. Nick is with us here on the telephone. And you have got a lot of great things that you've been talking about in your latest book. Tell us about the latest book. Well, I'm excited because I've been working on uh, the book... Uh, blood Doesn't Lie, and I released it to teach people about how important is the immune system. Now I have a book that's uh, been a better part of the last 12 years of uh, my work, and that is related to disease hacking. So I go into all the concepts of what's so important to help a person to be disease-free, and more importantly, if they are suffering from some kind of chronic condition, whether it be autoimmune disease, arthritis, yeah. diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, cancer, you know, these things are very, very traumatic to people, and most doctors really only have a limited scope of what to do for people in these situations. So what I've done is I've created this incredible book, Disease Hacking, and uh, this book is the one that I think will give people all those inside things to know what to do when you're caught in these situations, but most importantly, how to balance your hormones how to apply what we call the seven pillars of health. So it really is kind of a, a, a really how-to guide for everyone that's concerned about having a better quality life. Dr. Nick Delgado with us today. So what are some of the newest amazing discoveries of the endocrine system? Is it hormones? What, what, what is it exactly? Well, I, I think the big thing about um, 
hormones themselves is that the endocrine system really controls multiple hormones uh, all the way from the pituitary gland, the adrenal gland, uh, the testes, the ovaries, and so forth. So it's very important to recognize that uh, with the ability for our bodies to produce these hormones, we have to modify these hormones so that they act properly and function at their best level. In other words, some people have a dominance of certain hormones, and others don't produce enough of other hormones. So depending on an individual, there's some simple and very direct ways to kind of figure out what has to happen. But I think the discovery of hormones, actually uh, more than 100 years ago, we knew about hormones. In fact, in Greek times, they would take uh, uh, a bowl and they would extract the testicles and concentrate the testosterone in the uh, testicles and, and uh, give it to the men, and they would get a little bit of a testosterone rush. It's, it's not the prescribed way. Now we use wild gam extract, and we can synthesize all the testosterone that is needed. But to give you an idea, even going back over 3,000 years, uh, the Chinese knew that uh, the urine contained over 100 different hormones, so they would get the youthful individual's hormones from their urine, a 22-year-old, for example, and they would apply it into like a paste and um, apply it to older individuals, and it would rejuvenate them. So for really several centuries, we've known about the importance of hormones, but now it's quite refined. We have the ability to kind of zero on, zero in on exactly what has to happen to enhance the endocrine system so that you function uh, maybe 5, 10, 15 years younger. You feel and look younger and stronger and healthier and uh, really have that uh, philosophy of, of being younger every day. Dr. Nick Delgado with us today. He joins us here on our big program. So how important are herbs to balancing hormones and slowing the aging process, my friend? Well, the, the herbs that I'm discovered is a combination of herbs going back from looking at uh, Chinese history and Indian cultures and around the world, and the discoveries and the textbooks and the books written about these herbs. Now, keep in mind, herbs are very potent, very effective, but the pharmaceutical companies cannot patent them, so they do not have much interest, nor do they promote or educate doctors about the importance of these various herbs. So that's why in my book, Blood Doesn't Lie, they can get on Amazon by Nick Delgado, Blood Doesn't Lie, or you can get from our website, fromthedoctors.com, you can learn exactly which herbs are going to balance out, say, for example, estrogen. How can we get the proper levels and not have too much? You're going to learn how uh, testosterone is released by a combination of herbs, tribulus terrestris, and a venus sativa. I take that constantly. (laughs) Both of those I take take on a regular basis there, Dr. Nick. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah, we have a product called Dr. Delgado's Testosterone Booster. And so what it does is it literally has the right combination of herbs so you don't have to kind of do guesswork. And so it will release what's called free bioavailable testosterone. And you'll notice you feel stronger, you feel better, you have more libido, more interest, better cognitive focus. It's really quite an amazing discovery that these herbs can actually balance out or enhance the work and the need for these hormones without actually having to take some of the hormones directly. 
It is Dr. Nick Delgado. He joins us today here on our big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. So why is estrogen dominance missed by doctors and what herbs and lifestyle factors can clear excess estrogen? Tell us about this. Well, the signs and symptoms of estrogen dominance are quite uh, large in terms of it, uh, excess estrogen can cause uh, a tendency to being overweight, particularly belly fat and the fat that uh, kind of accumulates throughout the body. Because estrogen, you know, for a woman, when she has higher estrogen levels, when she's getting ready uh, after becoming pregnant to deliver a baby, she needs to have additional fat storage. So unfortunately, uh, there are certain triggers of excess estrogen that uh, come from the diet, the environment, from certain uh, pollution factors and pesticides. So these estrogens are literally causing our bodies to be overwhelmed with excess estrogen. And so excess estrogen really needs to be dealt with. And most doctors, you know, only look at the individual symptoms. They're not looking at the, the main cause of so many different problems. Uh, we know that estrogen dominance contributes to what's called estrogen-dominant cancers. So breast cancer, prostate cancer, ovarian cancer, these are w- uh, well described by doctors. And instead of looking at, you know, how uh, do we get to uh, the condition of cancer itself, why don't we start looking at uh, trying to detoxify these harmful estrogens? I remember uh, I had a lady uh, who came and referred to me uh, from a, a cancer facility, uh, Dr. Tony Jimenez's facility, and she knew I was an expert in managing and balancing hormones, and particularly because cancer is so related to estrogen dominance. And so we put her on a, a series of products that you can find at, from, uh, at uh, DelgadoProtocol.com, that is. And at DelgadoProtocol.com, we have EstroBlock. We have uh, a combination of liver detox. So these two products help to curtail this excess estrogen accumulation in the body, which then it gets to the ability to reduce one's body fat, improve the immune system, and really kind of help to target uh, a correction in the body that's so necessary. So not only should we be concerned about the risk factors from these hormones, but the good thing is through lifestyle, through exercise, diet, a plant-based whole foods diet, through taking the right herbs, you know, we can really effectively clear these harmful estrogens. So what we've done is we've included a um, application for coaching. So if people just simply go to fromthedoctors.com, all spelled out, from, F-R-O-M, the, T-H-E, uh, doctors, D-O-C-T-O-R-S, uh, fromthedoctors.com, and you click on apply, you can apply for coaching, and we'll take a look and submit a evaluation, and we'll figure out how we can better balance out all these key hormones. There's over 38 different hormones, James, that people are unaware of, and most doctors miss it because they're only testing for minute various hormones, such as thyroid or or insulin. You know, they're only looking at a few hormones, but we look at all 38 of the hormones through a series of tests and match that to the symptoms, and then we usually find a much more satisfying, productive, and effective result for people to get and feel and look years younger, have more energy, and really kind of reverse this whole aging process that we're so concerned about. 
particularly with COVID and the conditions and people have depressed immune system, you want to have a very strong, healthy, fit body. And that's why lifestyle factors are so critical, learning how to get the right circadian rhythm down, the correct amount of sleep, how to breathe properly during the day through your nose rather than through the mouth so much, and really how to engage in some really fun exercise programs. And then some people will say, well, I don't have the energy to exercise. And I understand that. So a lot of times we'll give them the right herbs and supplements that increase their testosterone level, gives them more desire and more energy to be able to exercise and feel better. So it's kind of a, you got to solve it in in, uh, where the origin of the problems are, if you know what I mean. Well, Dr. Nick, I have got so many questions here, my friend, and we are out of time. So is there any way I could get you to come back next week and we finish this off? Absolutely. I'd be excited to share with your audience and... uh Please uh, invite me anytime because I know you're. Well, let's really let, let's let's do this. Let's do this next week. This exact same time, twelve fifteen California, two fifteen in Kansas where I'm at, three fifteen Eastern. I will call you next week, my friend, and we will do this. We'll finish this because uh, I I I I just love your stuff, and I've got so many questions. But but I've got my next guest. They they just keep ringing my phone, so I I hate to cut you off. But let's talk next week, my friend. I'll call you then. Okay, perfect. Looking forward to it, James. I Thank appreciate you. from the doctors dot com. Just check it out. Bye bye. Thank you, my friend. And we are going to take a brief time out. When we come back, Carl Mitchell is on the way. Oh, he's burning up the phone line, kids, and we will get to it next. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. 
to keep your family and property safe? Call 1-800-676-1070. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-676-1070. 1-800-676-1070. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call LifeCare at 800-926-6092. 800-926-6092. 800-926-6092. world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Ron Uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were a but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Daddy Bunny. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar. Jeff, it's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Mitchell. We're going to call Carl Mitchell again. We're going to see if we can get Carl Mitchell on with us. We're going to try Carl Mitchell. We're going to see if we can find Carl Mitchell. There he is. Carl, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Uh, speaker hello yes indeed carl can you hear us can you hear us carl yeah i can hear you i've tried several times yes yes oh we were playing phone tag we got you nobody cares about any of that they care about you carl mitchell you have got a tremendous book tell us about your latest book here my friend tell us all about it (laughs) okay the latest book 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They want to hear all about it, Carl. You're the guest. Tell us all about it, Carl. We're sitting here waiting on you, my man. Tell us. Okay, the the latest book is, uh, its title is Friendship City, Hanging by a Thread. It's the uh, second book in a trilogy, uh, and it started out with Sundown, published in uh, 2017. Friendship City was published uh, last year, June, uh, July and August, uh, and it's available from uh, Amazon and uh, uh, also Apple eBooks and what have you. And it's a, uh, I guess the genre is a suspense mystery thriller. Uh, could be a police procedural too, but it takes place in the year 2058. And uh, uh, the uh, uh, it shows how, uh, <laughs> I guess when you look at today's world, it's a little bit surprising, but it's, it shows you how politics and the police can work together. Um, the president of the United States is a woman, Lenora Allison, and uh, she shows the reader a strong female U.S. president that gets in and uh, works with the, the police and isn't afraid to, you know, uh, get her hands uh, beat up a bit while she knocks a few noses. And... Uh, Another thing is, the uh, I outlined this in the year 2012, and it uh, uh, shows how the, uh, Lenore Allison, the president, and a uh, NYPD detective, uh, Nick Garvey, uh, both appeared in the first book. Uh, their goal is to defeat the introduction of a man-made killer plague. Uh, I got when this came out in uh, 2021 last year that we already had a, a, a pandemic, but uh, this was a little bit different. And the other thing that happens in the book, uh, it's a Friendship City is a combination of Brownsville, Texas, and Metamoros, Mexico. Uh, the uh, Environment in uh, 2058 was the World Council, a, a, basically a dictatorship, was trying to destroy any any uh, semblance of cooperation between individuals of different uh, viewpoints. And uh, uh, these two cities petitioned their governments, United States for Brownsville and, and Mexico for Metamoros, to form a city. Uh, separate and unique unto themselves. They were granted that, and they, the citizens worked on their own uh, proposing a meaningful Bill of Rights with obligations to protect themselves. And uh, so that's basically the story. Uh, a president, a detective, and uh, trying to uh, defeat a plague, get rid of it so it doesn't kill anybody, and also in there, uh, the detective has a daughter, a granddaughter, so there's, there's family concerns as well. Um, so that's basically uh, an outline of the book, Friendship City, Hanging by a Thread. 
Fantastic. It is Carl Mitchell. He's with us today here on a broadcast. CarlHMitchell.com is the official website. Go over to CarlHMitchell.com for more. Friendship City is the latest from Carl. So what could America be like in a few decades if we continue to be so divided there, Carl? Tell us all about it. Well, I, I, I think basically uh, I was uh, reading on uh, one of the news uh, on, on the Internet today. There was a, a young lady that uh, got an award for an essay on freedom. And she came, her, she came from Cuba when she was about, when she was a toddler. I assume that's anywhere from five to eight years old. And her parents were trying to escape uh, Castro's Cuba. And uh, her essay basically was, uh, as I remember some of the phrasing, was that people in this country don't think about freedom as much because they have so much of it. And they don't understand what it's like when you don't have it. And her concern was that we'll be canceling each other and what have you, that we we're heading down a path of not having any, uh, at least, opinion, freedom of opinions and what have you. And in Friendship City, that's what we have with uh, Mexico, Metamores, Mexico citizens there joining with Brownsville, Texas. And there, there's obviously going to be differences of opinion. But they shake hands, they'll talk about it, and they don't have baseball bats, which it seems... Some people have today. Uh, either you agree with me, or we're going to cancel you. So uh, <laughs> I think basically um, we're going to have a little difficulties for a while. But I think if we get to be too um, controlled, if you will, I don't know if that's the right word, but too controlled, we'll learn that freedom is important, and we will head back to. Uh, the freedoms we had. So that's my opinion for the near future. It is Carl Mitchell. He's with us today here on our broadcast. Check out his website, carlhmitchell.com. He has got Friendship City hanging by a thread, which is a fantastic sequel to the uh, debut thriller. Sundown Engineering gives the devil a sunburn and he joins us today here in a broadcast so how do we avert political chaos carl tell us all about this well i I don't know basically i think the citizens have to understand that ultimately they have the power Uh, that's what i show in the bill of rights for friendship city uh the the politicians have a certain amount of power but uh, the bureaucrats do not. In the society we have today in this country, it seems bureaucrats make a lot of the laws or change them a bit, enhance them considerably. Uh, in Friendship City, uh, that's in the Bill of Rights. The only people that can propose uh, laws that must be voted upon are elected politicians. Nobody else can... Uh, introduce a law, and it has to be approved by the citizens. So uh, that's what I uh, set up. So I think basically the citizens of this country will, uh, I won't say push against, but they will 
make sure the politicians uh, work with them. One of the requirements in the Bill of Rights for Friendship City that anybody that's elected as a mayor or, or what have you uh, must cannot live behind uh, walls. They you know they must be they, you know the the city will pay for them to live in a, a outside with the rest of the people so that they don't um, get hidden from the, the, what. The, the general populace sees. Uh, to me, today you get a lot of politicians of, of either stripe, uh, either party, that are behind you know, uh, very big walls, big apartments, and uh, they don't understand what the, the problems are that the general people face. That has to change. At least it changes in the book Friendship City. Uh, Friendship City, the last, I would say, 10 pages, uh, it has an appendix where they are the Bill of Rights, 10 of which I proposed in writing, and then another 18 of which I invited other people that either I knew or contacted on the Internet to send uh, more Bill of Rights and proposals. And uh, that will be carried into the next book uh, currently, uh, titled Friendship City Fighting Freefall. Uh, the title could change a bit, but um, it, it carries on from there. Uh, still has Lenore Allison, the president. Still has um, Nick Garvey, uh, of the NYPD detective that's been moved to uh, Houston and then eventually to, to Friendship City again, which is Brownsville, Texas, and Metamoros, Mexico. Uh, the Rio Grande in the middle. Um, so I think basically the citizens have to um, exert a little more control, uh, not with baseball bats, but in, I think a society that can have differences of opinion and still say, okay, hey, I, I, I don't agree with you, but I heard you. Or maybe uh, I didn't agree with you, but you got some good points. Um, this cancel culture is ridiculous. That's, that's heading towards, to, in my mind, uh, a con ultimately controlled society by uh, some group of people that say, hey, it's my job to set the rules. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I completely agree with you on that. So it, I, I don't know if that answers your question. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good, my friend. We have got a doctor. Uh, he seems like he's a doctor, the, the way he's speaking. Carl H. Mitchell. Friendship City is the latest from him, and he joins us here on our big broadcast. So what's next for you as an author, my friend, and how can fans reach out to you? Well, the next, uh, next for me as an author is the third book in the trilogy. And... Uh, uh, I've just gotten started on a, on a little bit of it, and it's probably going to take me another year to finish it. And then it takes, uh, apparently what I found, it takes about, uh, uh, you know, I go to my, I have a uh, professional uh, author, editor, that critiques and edits <coughs> the document, and has been very helpful. And uh, then I submit it to uh, my publisher, which is currently uh, um, Covenant Books in uh, 
in the United States, and uh, they will, you know, format it. Uh, some additional editing, they'll format it, get the pages right, and uh, uh, some of my first book, I designed the cover. The second book, uh, I had the, uh, uh, through the Internet, I contacted a, a company in New Zealand, and they designed the cover. So uh, once that's all done, it, it seems to take, from, from the time I say uh, finally the end, probably the third, fourth, or fifth draft, and send it off to my editor. And so you're talking about another year. So it looks like two years uh, the, the, the third book will be out. That's my goal at the moment. Then I'm probably going to focus on uh, one of the characters in this book and have uh, additional uh, fictional either novels or novelettes. And uh, uh, so that'll be my goal. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable financially. Um, my wife and I have been married for, for, well, 58 and a half years now. She's put up with me that long. And uh, uh, we see our kids, our grandkids, and, uh, you know, so we have, I think, what is considered a, a rewarding uh, life. And uh, uh, one of the things I think about when I look around and watch TV today or what have you, I say, you know, I'm very lucky to have been born in this country. You know, firstly, you might say I'm lucky to have been born. And my mother was, uh, uh, you know, my parents got divorced when I was two. And my mother, we moved from California to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And she got a job as a secretary to an executive at Nash Motors. And uh, she was a very competent and uh, incompetent person. And uh, when I went to engineering school in New Jersey, Stephen Seck, uh, towards the end, that's where I met my future wife, who again struck me as very competent, very confident in her abilities and what have you. And uh, that's what I wanted to portray uh, in Friendship City. Uh, women can be just as uh, uh, confident, competent, and productive as men. And uh, so that was uh, what my, you know, my history and my goals. Carl H. Mitchell with us today. He joins us here on our big program. And Carl, this has been a fantastic, fantastic interview. You are amazing. This book is fantastic. And uh, I appreciate you writing it and making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us, my friend. Hello? Carl, we've still got you, my friend. Thanks for writing this book. We appreciate it, Carl. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. There he goes. Sometimes technology fails us. But uh, we've got more coming up next time. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time here on the Big Broadcast.